Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Servings, a podcast designed specifically for school nutrition. We have an incredible guest um, here today for episode six, Tessany Lockhart, uh, current president-elect for Georgia School Nutrition Association and the cafeteria manager, school nutrition manager for David Perdue Elementary in Warner Robins, Georgia. Uh, we have uh, a great conversation. She offers some really cool insight and a really cool perspective um, that we haven't had uh, on one of our podcasts before. Uh, but included in that, we have a, a wonderful discussion around the upcoming Georgia School Nutrition Association's first ever virtual conference. Um, the recording was on the heels of the official announcement to the GSNA membership uh, of this unique one-of-a-kind um, concept. Um, if you were unable to participate in the call, uh, I ask that you go to georgiaschoolnutrition.com uh, take a look at the information. There should be, uh, as of the posting of this recording, a link to the announcement video, the Zoom call uh, that was hosted earlier this week. So if you were unable to be on it, um, you can watch the video. Uh, we break break down all of the things that you can expect um, being a member of GSNA uh, with the convention. But I, again, I do have to tell you, it is unique. It is one of a kind. Anything that you think it is, it is probably not that. It does not exist anywhere else in the school nutrition world. And we're excited um, that we're able to be the leaders in that and that the rest of the country is looking to Georgia again um, to lead in, in this category. So a little bit of house uh, house cleaning to get us started there. Please go check it out. Uh, Tessany is going to talk a little bit about it. You're going to hear her thoughts on it uh, here in this podcast. Uh, without further ado, I am really excited for you to, uh, if you don't know Tessany, for you to be able to meet her and hear her story through the podcast and um, look forward to seeing you all in October. Welcome back to uh, to Servings, a podcast designed specifically for the school nutrition world. Um, I'm joined by a very special guest uh, who needs no introduction, but I will I will give one anyways. Uh, her name is Tessany Lockhart. You may know her as the uh, school nutrition manager at David Perdue Elementary in Warner Robins, uh, or you may know her as our current uh, president for the GSNA. Uh, Tessany, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Corey. Well, of course, of course. So I don't know if you've heard any of our other episodes, but we have a, a fun tradition that we start with. So we're going to get yep. into all sorts of fun topics, uh, all sorts of cool things that we're going to discuss today, some that are near and dear to my heart and some I know that are near and dear to yours. Uh, but we got to start where everyone, what everyone's thinking and wants to know. So okay. that being said, what are you binge watching these days on TV, on Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus? What, what, what are you settling in and watching, Tessany? I have been watching a lot of TV. Uh, right now, <laughs> Disney Plus, watching Hamilton um, on Netflix, Raising Dion, and On My Block. Okay. So those are my binges right now. Fantastic. I, I always like uh, hearing what people are watching, what they're distracting themselves with, and, and what they're finding uh, entertaining. Um, we just got done binge watching all of the uh, the documentary and all the Imagineers on Disney Plus. So okay. I feel like I've just gone through 75 years of watching some <laughs> of the most genius and creative people and, and feel definitely inadequate compared to them. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I know that that was the most important thing on every, everyone else's mind. So now it's just smooth sailing. Um, so let's move into the present here. So Houston County, um, 
you restarted school, you restarted meal service recently. You're one of the first schools, again, in the country to be open doing that. So mm-hmm. from a manager's perspective, what's that been like for you, for your staff, for your kids um, since you reopened? Wow. Uh, Interesting you asked that question. Um, It seems like we are the poster child for the restart plan right now. Um, It has certainly been interesting for sure. Um, A bit overwhelming at times to see our school nutrition program from this lens uh, during this current time. Um, But of course, our numbers are down considerably. So that's one of the main challenges that we are facing right now as far as financial. Um, But we are hopeful that as our communities began to trust us again, and just as they did over the past few months, when we essentially kept their families fed, that they'll they'll come back and trust us again. And in the months coming, that you know they'll allow us to feed their children. So that's what we're hopeful for. Well, and I'm sure again, there's been a lot of really goodwill um, built across the the state as it relates to school nutrition, um, yes. and the relationships have been built with within the communities. So I, I don't. I don't discount that they'll that they'll be back and that there's going to be a growing comfort level as you know we get past that one week that two week that month period where a little bit more comfortable with that with that though I am kind of curious from as it relates to you know numbers being down are there certain things that uh, or actions that you're doing that that you think might be able to help offset that any any sort of recommendations of things that you're seeing working. Uh, right now, we're, we're starting to see a, a slow incline this week uh, as parents start to get more comfortable with sending their kids to school and certainly with them coming into the cafeteria uh, in those those different social distance areas. So we are seeing a slight incline in those. So that, that's okay. a great. Well, again, I think everyone will take any sort of silver linings at this point. Right? Yes. And, um, I think seeing even a, even the slightest of inclines, meaning it's going to continue to move in the right direction, is is a good thing. And again, yeah. I think it's all around building that confidence of these new uh, procedures and these new uh, protocols. Exactly. Um, so now that we've got the gratuitous pandemic question out of the way, right? Uh, yeah. I promise it'll be much more lighthearted, much more fun topics moving forward. Again, for the most part. Um, so that being said. I'd like to address kind of your unique role as the president of the GSNA and a manager in an elementary school kitchen. Um, what has that been like to serve as a, the president of an organization of your peers? And what have you taken away from your experience in that role as, again, as uh, president-elect? Wow. Uh, serving as GSNA president is literally uh, a dream come true. Um, to be honest, it was a vision that was given to me long before I even know what school nutrition was or was about and before I even got into this profession. Um, and I can recall when I walked into the back door of my kitchen almost nine years ago as the incoming new manager of David Purdue Elementary and also the incoming local president of Houston County. I remember telling my ladies, stick with me because it is going to be a ride. <laughs> so I had a dual role from the beginning. Um, and it has been a privilege and an honor to be on this journey with the support of my peers and so many who have a passion for this organization and for what it stands for and the mission of feeding children. So, um, so yeah, so what I have taken away from this experience is an opportunity of a marvelous lifetime. I know many people, my parents and friends and anyone that, that know me in school nutrition always ask, are you sure you work in school nutrition? <laughs> 
<laughs> because you're always traveling, you're always gone, you're always doing something. So, so you know, many many think that it's all about service, but it's about so much more than that. I mean, we're out here advocating for these children, advocating for our employees, ad- advocating for benefits. So it, it's so much more and it's a broader picture than what everybody sees when they see that hairnet and apron. Well, and, and you hit the nail on the head, in my opinion, there, Tessany. I think, again, there's a, there's a, there was a perception in a lot of communities, again, probably prior to this spring, of what school nutrition was. And it was the, uh, the old version of what a lunch lady was, right? And I think, I think the world has been, their eyes have been opened up to what school nutrition truly is, which is far more than, you know, hairnets and aprons, right? It's advocating it's finding creative ways to solve problems. It's uh, building those roots um, in the community and, and helping those who are have food insecurities uh, exactly. find meals. And so it's um, it's great to hear you say that. And I know you've been a, a such a great representation of the GSNA. And um, again, it's it's it's. I think I can I speak for a lot of people when I say this. It's always nice to see other people who have a passion for the industry and serving kids and. Um, it's obviously, it comes through very strongly with anyone who's ever met you and interacted with you. Thank you so much, Corey. Well, of course. So um, let's talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, um, the upcoming uh, GSNA virtual convention. So this is the first ever GSNA virtual con- convention, but in reality, it's, it's also kind of the first of its kind across the school nutrition world. And I know I say virtual convention and everyone sort of has a, a, pre, a preconceived notion of what that will look like. And um I can, I can tell you for everyone who's listening, it's nothing like what you are imagining it to be. It is really, really world-class and, and one of a kind. And we're excited to put it on. And Tessany, I know you are uh, on the committee with me. Um, you've shared in, in literally every single discussion and yeah. the planning and the things that we've pulled together. So you've, you've been privy to, to everything that's going on there. Um, and so I say that to ask, when you think about the virtual convention, right? What are you most excited for? Uh, one as a manager, but what do you what do you think managers across the state should should be excited for as well? Exactly, and I tell you, Corey. First, I want to say kudos to you for helping uh, GSNA and guiding us in planning this virtual conference because it is awesome, and our members are in for a real treat. Um, well, but this year has really been a year of firsts for me as as the president of GSNA, and I and and to come, there's going to be more firsts that that we're going to have a challenge to get through. Um, but something that resonates with me that my father always reminds me of is that it's he named me Test for a reason because I will always be tested. So anytime <laughs> there's a challenge, <laughs> that is what I go back to. <laughs> um, so certainly yes so my year is all about history and legacy so i would not expect anything less from our historic conference that we are going to have in october 1st through the 31st i know it's going to be mind blowing uh it's and like you said it's something different than what has been out there before so i'm really excited and what i'm most excited about is this conference offers all of our membership the opportunity to be a part of it um, I can recall not long ago being a food assistant and asking, what does my membership do for me? Well, this conference platform allows for all levels of our membership to participate and hopefully answers that question for, if not one, but all of our members. So that is the most exciting thing for me as a manager going forward. Um, I'm also excited about the one-on-one engagement with our industry 
And I believe this is an aspect of our conference that was well needed. Um, this is an aspect in our association that was well needed, not only to gain information and resources and opportunities to network, but to also build that relationship and that dialogue between our industry and our system level personnel. So um, that is one main benefit that I know our school level and our system level will benefit from as well. Well, Tessany, I, I think you're, uh, again, very well said, and I think you're, you're, you sort of echo my sentiments on it. I, I know um, we've had conversations about this. I'm, I'm thrilled that so many more people are going to get to experience what a GSNA conference is than ever before. Um, there are literally no more barriers in place. There's no travel restrictions. There's no uh, pricing uh, hurdles to get around. It's truly going to be the very first uh, fully inclusive um, convention of its kind. And, and I'm really excited for that. And, and to your point, obviously, anyone listening to this knows, uh, knows I'm on the industry side of it and the opportunity to, to really engage, again, not just with the, uh, you know, directors at the system level, but with teams, with managers, with uh, facilities personnel and yeah. say, hey, what, what's important to you? What's actually happening? What would you like to see in this? And being able to take that sort of feedback, be it on the, you know, either the equipment side or the food side or, or the service side. And to be able to take that feedback straight from those folks who are living it every day back to our manufacturers and, and back to those people who can make those changes, I think is going to be so valuable and, again, so, so unique. And so I know, I, again, I'm a bit biased because of how close I've been to it. And I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you can uh, you can relate. But um, I think everyone who's been remotely involved and has kind of seen what's going on behind behind the scenes yeah. is, uh, shares that excitement as well. So, um, again, I think you're in such a really cool and unique position to advocate, advocate for managers and coordinators and frontline school nutrition uh, professionals across the state. So again, given your dual role as president and, and a manager of, again, nine years, um, how would you encourage directors across the state who are listening to this to leverage the, the virtual convention that's, that's coming up? Um, how would you encourage them to leverage the event to engage their team and enable their own teams and staffs to grow professionally. And, and I guess if I, if I'm going to put that in a slightly different way, um, if you were a director, how would you be using the convention? Yes. Well, Corey, being a, in, a, in a leadership position as a manager, I see this as a valuable opportunity to personally reward some of my faithful frontline employees uh, for their dedication and service, not only to our school nutrition program and our children, but for also consistent consistently maintaining all four levels of membership in our association. That's local, district, state, and national. So I see this as, as an incentive to reward them for their membership. And if I were in upper leadership, I would also leverage this as an opportunity for our staff training, not only through the amazing education sessions that we're gonna be offering, but also by taking advantage of the one-on-one -on -one industry sessions as an opportunity for product and equipment training. Um, these have also been difficult times for our industry, and many have developed many innovative products and, and services and equipment um, to help us and to aid in, in doing what we have to do every day. So this will be a great opportunity for that connection and that networking to see all those amazing products. So I would use this convention as an opportunity to glean everything that I could. And I would encourage our directors and our managers and any, anyone in our school nutrition departments to use that opportunity as well. Yeah. And again, I think that's that's hitting the nail on the head there. And I, I see this as such a wonderful opportunity to um, have employee growth and uh, 
professional development and to be able to network and um, kind of interact with uh, industry in a whole new way to be able to kind of engage in a lot of the decision-making process. And um, I'm really excited to see uh, what that looks like as we get, you know, into October. And, and again, the, the, the results of what, and the effects of that uh, beyond October and what that looks like moving forward. Yeah. Um, Tessie, I think we have a lot of listeners who can look kind of at you and your story um, and your experience as sort of an aspirational figure, right? A manager and the president of the state's largest school nutrition trade organization. So what's your encouragement to other managers and, and school nutrition professionals across the state listening to this podcast? Exactly. Um, the current encouragement and inspiration that I will give or offer uh, to our state right now, our school nutrition program across the state and across the nation, um, this is our biggest fight that we've ever had to fight, uh, the biggest fight of our lives. Um, while we are in this, the thick of this battle, our programs are suffering financially. Um, our frontline employees are starting to feel like they're on the back line. Um, so I will offer this. Um, just as they remember the Titans, they will remember school nutrition. Our communities will remember uh, that over the past few months, we have fed them. Our frontline soldiers were out there faithfully. They were committed. They were dedicated. Um, they served them with passion, safely, in love with a smile. So our communities will remember that. So this storm will end soon and we just have to enjoy that ride with a smile. I think that's, again, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's great. I think that it's, it's fantastic to see um, the, the bright spotlight that's been shined on school nutrition in such a favorable way. Um, I think the, that's the silver lining coming from all this is just uh, that change of perception within the community. Um, Tessie, last question, and we'll go ahead and, and we'll get you out of here on, on this. Um, I'd like to ask you to brag on yourself a little, right? Like we're going to, we're going to make it completely okay. You know, again, we're going to remove all the modesty here. Uh, this is a safe space. So what accomplishments or experience are you most proud of as you look back um, over your career in school nutrition? You know what, Corey, my most proudest accomplishments is, it's being a mother, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. Um, these are my greatest rewards. My coming into school nutrition was all because I was a mother first. Um, I chose this job. Actually, my mother is the one that gave me the bright idea to go into school nutrition. And I was like, Mom, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> all because I just wanted to be a mother to my children. Um, so the hours were great. Uh, the pain, not so much, but the hours were great. <laughs> and the time off was wonderful. So that is really my greatest accomplishment, wanting to be a mother to my children. And I not only have been a mother to them, but I've been a mother to so many other children as well. So that's what I'm most proud of. I was just going to say, because of because of the, the love, the empathy, uh, the passion um, that you have for for your community, you've Again, you've not only been able to be a mother to your own children, you've been a mother to so many other people's children exactly. away from home, right? Like, I think there's a great level of trust that happens when um, parents send their kids off into um, into the schools and and are asked to um, someone else to feed their children. And I think it's so uh, wonderful to see uh, so many people in this industry have such a big heart and a true passion. For feeding children. Again, I, I know many people who are listening to this podcast know my story. Uh, I, I, again, a lot of my uh, most, again, memorable meals as a child growing up were were in the school. 
And so yeah. I can, it's very easy for me to put myself back in um, some of those children's shoes, right? And the, to know the sort of food insecurity that, that happens across our country, across our state and across our communities on a daily basis, to, to know that, Tessany, folks like you um, who were deemed essential employees by, uh, by, the, by our government, by the media, by everyone in our community, um, you got the title of essential employee, but you've always been an essential employee. And yeah. it's great that the world is starting to wake up and see just how important school nutrition is. And it's people like you, Tessany, and your team um, in, in Houston County and at David Purdue Elementary that will continue to lead um, school nutrition forward, that will continue to have uh, that bright light shine um, on those teams and those folks to get the recognition that they so desperately deserve. And again, as we pull back and we, we look at the big picture that we need, as you said, it's been a, it's been a difficult year. It's been a trying time. Um, we've asked people to do things that are above and beyond. We, we were stretching budgets even thinner than they already were. And so my hope and, and, and my, you know, my prayer for the school nutrition world as a whole is that again, people like you, Tessany will continue to move the ball forward um, and we'll continue to see progress and, and the importance um, that school nutrition plays in, in the whole child's uh, well-being. And so I thank you for that. I thank you for joining us today. Yes, sir. Um, I would like to encourage everyone listening, check out um, the Georgia School Nutrition Association's website. Uh, go check out the virtual convention information. Register. If you're a director, register your whole team. The pricing structure uh, is laid out so that your whole team can participate. Um, if, you, if you're a manager, if you're a coordinator, if you're a frontline employee, uh, we have pricing in there that will allow for even single registration. So if, if you're not getting buy-in from, uh, from your leadership, please feel free to register yourself. It's $10 uh, as, a, as a single person. It's $50 for the, entire, for the entire program to join. So we really want to encourage that participation. I hope that you take uh, that away and you have a moment to go check it out. Uh, we, we released a fun video uh, not all that long ago. Um, we had an announcement uh, just yesterday. Um, so again, there'll be more information to come and I'm, I'm really glad to say that, uh, I'm able to work alongside Tessany on, on getting this launched and rolled out to everybody. So on that note, Tessany, thank you so much. Thank um, you for having me, Corey. Of course. And look forward to seeing all the great things in House and County and all the great things that, that you're influencing in your, uh, your position with GSNA. Thank you. Take care. And so I'll just cut it there and, and edit it and, um, put the, put a, a bumper on the front end and then that'll be the episode all right thank you it was, it was fun <laughs> well good i'm i'm glad you enjoyed it like i said I, I i don't ever want it to be painful like i know it i i'm appreciative of you taking the time to do it and i my hope is that um you know that people will kind of hear your story and hear your experience we've had so so far we've had uh Peggy Lawrence from Rockdale County. We had Emily and Susan. We had Alicia from Fulton County. We had um, Dr. Dotson from um, the State Department. And then we had the American Culinary Fred, uh, Federation president on. And so the hope is one that people listen to it and kind of get excited and take some pride in school nutrition. Yeah. And, too, that they can take some good nuggets from it too, right? Like that's sort of the hope is that people, whether you're 
a director, a manager, coordinator, frontline employee, whatever it is that you can listen to it and there's something beneficial, right? Even if it's just, you know, enough to check out and you just kind of be entertained for 20 minutes or there's something where you're like, oh, that's a great idea. I should, I should do that. And kind of, um, I get excited when I think about, you know, there's a lot of really, really, really good managers across the state who I think like, I think it's okay for them to think bigger and think I can be, I can be president of GSNA as well. Exactly. I hope that's their takeaway. And and again, I hope we get some people excited about the convention as well. And we'll do, um, we'll do a podcast next month on the convention. And I think what I'll probably do, um, try to figure out a way to do it where I can have one guest spot from everyone on the committee talking about it. Okay. Like one, one thing, but we'll, we'll have some fun with it. I'll, I'll chew on it for a few weeks and see what we can come up with. Sounds great. Well, Tessany, I appreciate it. I'll send you the link uh, tomorrow morning before I send it out so you can have uh, first dibs to listening and then um, feel free to forward it on to anybody else. Okay. Sure will. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tessany. Take care. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.